Don't never doubt yourself. Take all the negative shit out, bro. If you just tell yourself, I'm the shit every day, and don't, don't accept nothing else, laugh at your problems. Handle them, but don't never let them motherfuckers handle you. pretty powerful especially like <clears throat> with the remote working so i'm i'm working at a, at a corporate company right now so i'm within a nine to five realm and i guess there's two sides of that coin where i'm able to stay as put as i want because i'm still working from home but then i also have the opportunity to explore and dabble in different states or even different countries as things are opening up and being able to experience or get that different point of view outside of the sort of that transition pre and post pandemic, giving you the ability to really double down and spend time at home, but then now also with any flexibility that prior work situations may not have allotted. Well, when we talk about work situations, like my daily, my nine to five, I'm, I'm a counselor at a high school. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm in a building seeing children or kid, high school age kids on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, there there isn't, or hasn't been any opportunity to do any of that remotely until the pandemic came along. And so, you know, obviously I would say over the past year or so, you know, while being at home and still being able to provide services to the students, 
or not even at home to be anywhere and be able to provide services to those students. You know, for me personally, to be in a place where I have a little bit more flexibility to work on some of the other things that I want to work on and, and feed the other areas of myself that I felt like um, needed to be fed. You know, the pandemic offered uh, opportunities to do that that, you know, frankly, didn't exist before that. One of the things I'm hopeful for is that, uh, you know, as as things start to open up, that we don't lose sight of the opportunities that were presented to us to either come closer together, you know, in proximity to the ones we love and what have you, but also being able to connect with folks all over and have the flexibility to be able to do that. Um, the opportunities that were presented over the past year to do that have been vast. And I just hope we, uh, we hold on to those, you know? Totally. Yeah. I feel like the last year flexibility, like, like y'all have been talking about that to me, was definitely one of the biggest takeaways that I have from this time. I really want to hold on to a sense of flexibility, you know, as I enter the next chapters of my life, uh, because that's really where you're able to tap into unfamiliar things. And that's how you grow, right? It's like, I feel like in past work experience, for instance, a lot of my time was literally spent like you have to be in this building this amount of time per day. Um, and obviously you still have time outside of work, but then a lot of times it's like you come back and it's just spent unwinding or just spent, you know, like resting, reacclimating yourself to your home environment after having been away for a while. Whereas now I feel like I'm able to live my life you know, a little bit more on my own schedule. And as a result, have been able to explore things that, you know, I've been passionate about for a while, but haven't necessarily had the time or the space to tap into because it's no longer like, you know, like I feel like the work-life balance concept to me is a little bit outdated where now it's like, there's just a bunch of things and some things are, are work-related, some things are more personal, whatever, but it's just like a bunch of ways to spend time. No, for sure. I mean, even even when you touched on a second ago, like this idea of like becoming more aware of the things that you're unfamiliar with, I take it a step even further. And it's kind of more like, you know, one of the things that has driven me crazy over my lifetime or less, you know, that I've thought about a lot is, the things that I do know about myself, right? The things that I do know that make me happy, the things that I do know in terms of like the skills that I have and the things that I do know in terms of how they're not applied on a regular basis, right? So having that flexibility not only helps you to, to become familiar with the things that you aren't familiar with, but it also helps you or it gives you the opportunity to water you know, the things that you are familiar with and you know that you need, but you're not and you can't get because you don't have the flexibility to get them right now or you hadn't had the flexibility to get them in the past. Right. So like just, you know, the things that you know about yourself, you're not able to tap into and feed and help yourself grow in that way. I think, you know, that has been one of the things that I'm most thankful for around this time. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like also the way we even utilize tech, like whether it's FaceTime, Zoom or even voice notes, all of that has just completely changed the way we communicate and feel about communication too. Because there's times in which like I felt like, you know, it's like, oh, that could have been an email. You know, it's like we hear, we hear that all the time whenever we're meeting with people. And legitimately, since we are, we're now utilizing, I guess, like the full capabilities of tech, we're able to just really tap into and I don't know, not only like communicate in different ways, but also build community in different ways too. One of the bigger initiatives that I was doing, at least starting last summer, was thinking about like different Instagram groups, for example, to be able to tie different parts of my friend groups together, whether they're interested in finance, biking, politics, so really just um, looking at what this space can do. And even though we aren't here physically together, there's still definitely ways for us to connect and still show some personality, too. Without question. And I think, 
there's like the discovery of all these new and different ways, you know, for mm-hmm. people to stay together. I know like for my family, for instance, I have three brothers, one sister, two of my brothers are in Atlanta. The other one is in uh, California. And at the beginning of this whole thing, when everything started, we started having these, <laughs> we set up a, a discord for my family. You know what I mean? So it's, That's amazing, yo. <laughs> it's me, my three brothers, my parents, you know, their significant others, my, my nieces, my nephews. And we have a discord and we're in there sharing links to stuff or pulling up movies that we should watch or we have a, a, a meeting every Sunday at 1130. The whole family's on there. You know, we hop in the voice channel, turn our cameras on and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things we didn't even do before the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now we have this opportunity, you know, through this thing that actually pushes us farther away from each other. We found tools to bring us closer together. You know what I'm saying? And, and to be able to access that. And we're still holding on to that to this day. I have, you know, my, my pops who's, 80 plus right now you know who's on the discord sending links and yeah you know hopping in the chat you know what i'm saying like it's crazy it's crazy to see but it's lovely you know exactly yeah it's like uh it's actually social media you know like it's it's like literally the truest form of social media it's just that it took Mm -hmm. society being you know shut down and you know so many normal outlet not normal but like kind of more familiar more traditional pre-internet forms of social expression or like people coming together it took all of that being shut down for people to really tap into social media and understand, you know, the social aspect of it to the extent that that we can actually see people using it to come together in that way. And it is really dope. Like even my mom told me the other day that she reconnected with someone who uh, she hadn't spoken to in like decades, you know, strictly because they just found each other on Facebook. And like, I think things like that to me are the most um, inspiring and like really beautiful ways that social media can be used among the ways that we also see it used, you know, that aren't necessarily that uplifting. Yeah, no, for sure. And then th- the dope part about it too is like, I feel like we're at a space now where you can get really creative with the way we're thinking about social media, even for something like Clubhouse. I mean, I feel like it kind of, that general wave came and went, but obviously it still exists, but certain concepts weren't foreign, but it's like being able to sell the idea and get people on the platform, I feel is always the most difficult element. But when you have time or when the way we're thinking about utilizing these tools, because that's exactly what they are, tools, whenever we're figuring out how to utilize them in unique and different ways, I feel like that's how we can truly get aligned and and make sure that um, not only entertainment is happening, which is also very important, but making sure where people are good. You feel me? If that ain't an alley-oop, if I ever heard one. (laughs) Come on, man. I do this thing, man. Come on, man. Shakur, any thoughts on uh, how social media can be used creatively? Come on, man. Yeah, man. Actually, I do have a couple of thoughts. So uh, (laughs) there's this company I I recently uh, stumbled upon called Face Forward, man. And one of the things that like we we've been trying to do, you know, obviously for a period of time uh, before the pandemic even. But I mean, again, you know, for all the reasons that we've talked about before, this is highlighted. You know, through Face Forward, one of the things we want to do is bring people closer together. And the way that we try to do that is is through the sharing of media, right? Like, so people share media all the time, uh, videos, content with their friends, with family, with people they don't even know, posted online. And a huge part of that, as the sharer, I just speak for myself. Like one of the one of the main things for me, like when I share content with people, is I want to know if the emotion that I intended to evoke out of that individual, I want to know if I was successful in being able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And for a period of time when I would send a video, whether it would be a funny one or, you know, something that I wanted to be thought provoking or, you know, just move a person in a particular way or push them in a particular way. You know, if I send a funny video to you and I get back like an LOL from you or LMAO from you or something along those lines, you know, for me, it just it wasn't as satisfying. It wasn't as satisfying as being with that individual and sharing the content directly with them. You know, it's kind of the same reason why. You know, if you have a funny video and uh, you're sharing it with a friend, it's the same reason why you position a phone in a way so you can look at the video and look at your friend at the same time, right? That's like so. Cool, <laughs> so one of the one of the things that I was trying to do was duplicate or replicate that feeling. You know, how come I don't get that same feeling when I just share content with people and I get that LOL back or the LMAO or whatever back? How can I replicate that? So. Uh, that's kind of where the idea or the concept for Face Forward came to be. So what Face Forward is, it's a content media sharing platform, a social media platform that when users share content with other users, their reactions are recorded and sent back to the original user so they can see what the other person saw and they could see if they were successful in, in evoking the emotion that they wanted to when they originally sent the content to the person. Um, and not only that, you can see you know, if I send something to you, Eric, and you react to it, Awesome can go on. He can react to that same video and he can also see Eric's reaction. He can see, you know, the other homies reaction from, you know, wherever else as well. So it's just like another way we thought that we could kind of close the gap and close to replicate like face to face communication, you know, with and amongst people, regardless of time and space where they are and, and when they're actually receiving it. Because mm -hmm. I feel like even like social media terminologies are, I mean, like you were saying before, even like a LOL, it does not have the same impact. There's sometimes in which like I'm using, I mean, I, I'm, I've learned to stop doing this more recently, but like I'll just say a LOL just to, to fill in space when I'm texting, you know what I mean? Or if someone right. says something where it's like, all right, let me just add a little bit of sauce in this or to make light of possibly what I may be saying that may <laughs> you know what I mean? A little bit uncomfortable. You kind of have to add a LOL, even though nothing's right. funny whatsoever. So that's actually a, a, a very interesting way to to look at reactions and, and sort of evoke those emotions too. Yeah, man. I mean, I think one of the things that we wanted to do or we wanted to mitigate for is like kind of getting rid of like the faceless individual who can just talk shit online. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? The faceless individual who can just hop in your comments and and say whatever, you know, based on your posts, right? Like now you're, you're in a situation where you're actually seeing another individual. You're, you know, feeling what they're feeling potentially. You're, you're finding a sense of universality with someone that you don't even know based on a shared piece of media, right? Like, so it's this idea of sharing moments with people, no matter where they are and who they are. And hopefully in sharing those moments and having those shared experiences, regardless of time and place, it's an opportunity to bring people closer together and kind of get them on the same wavelength, the same vibe, the same, the same space. Yeah, that's beautiful. I also feel like this is a, a perfect time to pause because we're talking about faceless individuals and we actually technically, even though we've all said our names and whatnot, haven't done introductions. <laughs> so let's hold up for a second mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and tick that box. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to You Free. You got your boy Azim. You already heard Eric. And who are we speaking with officially? <laughs> My name is Shakur, Shakur Abdahalik. I am uh, the co-founder of Face Forward Inc. 
What was that like initial process or surge of inspiration uh, where you first kind of saw reactions as something that you wanted to, you know, invest your time into like build out face forward. Uh, And also beyond that too, like I know, I guess some background for the listeners, uh, Shakur hit me up because I wrote a very long article for no real reason, but I just felt like writing a really, a really long, long, long. And I say really long, I'm talking like 20 minute read long, like unnecessary. Like someone should have paid me for that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I wrote a long article about why I love reaction videos, um, specifically, you know, talking about how YouTube is a really big medium for reaction videos and just sort of talking about you know, kind of what you were just saying, Shakur, like the ways that you can really share moments and just create genuine, authentic connections over the internet. Like that's, that to me is one of the beautiful things about the internet. Um, So I found reaction videos really cool and just, you know, decided to write this very long article. (laughs) And then Shakur hit me up. um, And from there, we we had a conversation and we just kind of kept having conversations around the idea. And, you know, he told me, you told me what you were doing with Face Forward. And I know it's evolved over time, even since we started talking. And like, you know, obviously there were, uh, certain social issues and things like that, that that sort of shaped the vision further. So I'd love to hear, I guess, A, like where did the idea come from? And then B, how was that idea evolved, you know, maybe in more recent months? Man, so the idea literally came from just my experience on social media. It was just this idea of, you know, kind of going back to that story I told before, not feeling as emotionally fulfilled when sharing media as I did when I was like directly with the person watching it at the same time. And I was trying to figure out how to kind of duplicate that feeling. How is it that I can get as close as possible to having that same feeling, you know, even though I'm sending the content to someone and I'm not necessarily there with them when they actually receive it. Give me an example. Real quick, give me an example of some like piece of content that you would feel that way about that you would like send to someone and be like, man, like that's not what I was hoping you say or like feel unfulfilled about. Well, you know, it's funny. Man. It's not even that I would get something different than what I would expect. Right. Like so like I just like if I'm sending if I send a funny video to someone, I'd expect to get like an LOL back. Like I don't even know what else I would get back besides that. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. Maybe a gift. <laughs> yeah. Like may, maybe a gift. Maybe I'm throw a couple extra O's on the LMA. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or a couple L's on the end of the LOL. Right. Exactly. Or or maybe they hit me back with a message and they're just like more specific about what was funny in the video or whatever, you know? But the thing that I always noticed is, or I always, I always found myself having more questions like, yo, did they think that that part specifically was funny though? You know what I'm saying? Did they see what I saw when I saw it that made me think that this person would appreciate what it is that I'm sending to them? You know what I'm saying? And every time when I asked that question, you know, to myself, I would never be able to kind of figure that out. So like, kind of bring this full circle, um, Azam, in terms of like your your article, your very long article. And I know you said it's a 20 minute read, but that's for someone that reads fast. It's a 20 minute read. Like the article, <laughs> it, it was a long article, dog. But, it, you know, for me, it was like, you know, it could have been 30 seconds because it was really talking about all the feelings that I felt when rea- watching reaction videos. So I've fairly recently, you know, discovered reaction videos And I remember the first time that I really, really was into them was when, damn, I can't even remember which album it was, but it was, it was a Travis Scott album. Was it Astroworld? Yeah, I think it was Astroworld. She's in love with who I am. What's that joint? The Drake joint. 
Mm-hmm. I used to bust it to the dance. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that joint. I remember. Yes, Astro World. <laughs> Sickle Mode. Astro World. Boom. Right? Sickle Mode. So, yeah, exactly. Sickle Mode. Sickle Mode, right? Boom. So, I remember I played that album because I was waiting for that joint to come out. And I played that album. I remember when I first played the album, it didn't list like who any of the features were or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just playing the album for the first time and I'm hearing, you know, certain features on it that I'm surprised about and whatever and going crazy when I'm hearing it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm listening to the shit by myself. So then I'm like, damn, man, I kind of want to, ex- I wanted to experience that shit again. So I actually went on YouTube and I started seeing all these people reacting to the first time listening to that album. And I'm seeing people have the same, you know what I'm saying, feelings that I did when I heard, you know, Drake come in on sickle mode or when I heard the beat change on sickle mode or when I, the you beat know, change. That was wild. Yeah. yeah, that was, word. yeah that's yeah. So all these other things I'm, I'm experiencing, I'm seeing people have the same experience that I did. And it created this sense of like universality for me, which is like something, you know, we talk about a lot in counseling, you know, when people, you know, have particular issues or whatever, it's like letting people know, like, you're not the only one, you know what I'm saying? There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people have to deal with this shit, you know? And so flipping it on the other side to like a more positive sense, it's like, it lets you know that there's a community there without you having to be necessarily a part of the, I mean, you're a part of the community, but you don't, you didn't necessarily know that you were a part of something. You were just there. Mm -hmm. And like, when you see all these people having these same reactions that you did to this thing, it lets you know now that you are a part of a community. You know what I'm saying? It's like a sense of belonging that you get without even necessarily talking to other people in that community. It's just, it's just like your being. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, one mm-hmm. of my favorite things to do um, on Twitter is like when I have, you know, I'm listening to a song and a lyric pops out to me, or like, um, you know, I just woke up and I have a lyric stuck in my head, what have you. Instead of like tweeting it, which is, you know, probably what I would have used to do when I was first start on Twitter and like kind of the more traditional thing to do on Twitter, I just type that into the search bar and then like see how far back I can go. You know, like the other day I was listening to, um, I don't even remember the line, but I was listening to some uh to to dark fantasy by kanye and like there was some line which like stood out to me that hadn't like always stood out to me before and i really went back and i was able to like retweet every year from 2021 all the way back to to when it dropped in 2010 and like and and it also shows the impact and like the the connection that music um or you know a piece of content can have once you really start to break it down that way it's like oh you cared about this enough to type that lyric out and send it and you can go back like all the way since the moment that this song dropped people have felt compelled to to do that you know it really makes you look at content in a different way as far as how content can be used to create the connections and like community around just like really liking that one line from that one song you know even that is a community in and of itself um, of people who unite around that even if you don't know that it's there and then I also think you know and this is actually something I hadn't thought of before that I was thinking as you were talking Shakur is like there's also part of it where it's like you're suddenly able to be on the inside of the joke or like the inside like you go from the person being surprised to like the person waiting for the surprise you know because like in sickle right. mode right like you're not expecting the beat to drop or you're not expecting like drake's verse to cut like that or what have you so you get you know you almost get like the magic trick done on you and then you're like oh let me now go back and like see these other people who aren't expecting it and now you're on the other side of it waiting Mm -hmm. for like them to have the curtain pulled on them uh which is also a really dope part of it too yeah man and it's dope and it's there really is something about seeing 
to your point, like knowing that this other shoe is about to drop, knowing what's going to happen when the other shoe drops, seeing it happen and still be satisfied with what it is that you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the opposite of like sports in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like when you watch sports, like one of the, one of the thrills are, of sports is like you don't know what's going to happen you know what i'm saying it's kind of like you're on the edge of your seat but to be on the edge of your seat for something that you know is going to happen you know what's about to happen but you're still on the edge of your seat because it's like there's something about seeing that a raw emotion in another individual that matches your raw emotion even though you and that other individual have don't know each other at all and it's also powerful to see the same things in the people that you know and love as well you know what i'm saying it's, it's hard it's it's really hard thing to explain it's one of those things that you have to experience it and i think that's one of the things that your article Azam, captures so well about you know reactions and reaction content because it is really you can really get real granular when when explaining the whole thing but you know at the end of the day for me it's really just about emotions and connections between people and seeing yourself in other people and being just, you know, being relatable to people that may have grown up in a totally different environment or that you may have never met in your life, but you can relate to them on a level that at its core is like the most basic level, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's, that's one of the reasons why I appreciate like watching Marvel movies in the theater, you know, cause everyone is clapping at the same time. Everyone is screaming at the same time, there's there's certain movies that I'm even picking specific theaters to go and watch due to those emotions or the reactions with the crowd, you know? Yeah, exactly. This when people are all the time, like a lot of people are talking about how, you know, movie theaters are never gonna open again, you know, when the when HBO struck the deal and they were able to, you know, get a bunch of movies to premiere on, on their site, uh when the on their channel, excuse me, when the when the theaters were shut down. Mm-hmm. And folks are saying that the movie movie industry is going to be changed forever. Like, I don't disagree, but th- I think that there's an aspect of it that's never going to die like that. The opportunity to be with people in a space and digest something in a space and to have that, you know, that energy uh, that comes about. You know, there's, there's a certain amount of energy that comes about with one person evoking a certain level of emotion when there's a bunch of people in one space evoking that same emotion at the same time, that energy that's felt, that can't be duplicated or replicated anywhere else. And I think, you know, one of the things that Face Forward tries to do is, you know, capture some portion of that. And I I think that that piece is what has been lost in social media, you know, for us of late. And, I, you know, Face Forward just trying to capture that just just a small bit of that you know for sure i think the dope thing too about what face forward is doing and i kind of alluded to this um with one of my questions earlier but like you know during the course of the of us talking about reaction videos seeing some of the um social issues that were happening you know following george floyd's death and um you know police brutality and things like that and seeing the way that social media was being used to not not just in like this entertainment or like this you know uh enjoyability aspect of it but also to like really push the needle on like real world conversations um mm-hmm. i think that was kind of a big moment too for really understanding the ways that you know face forward as a company as a black owned social media company too like you know just all of these different pieces could could be more than just um you know some of what we've talked about which is already dope in and of itself uh, so with that in mind like you know what do you where do you kind of see face forward continuing from here and like what's what's some of the most recent more recent parts of the journey been like 
So in terms of like face forward, the progression and how we ultimately, you know, where we ultimately want to be, I mean, you know, we're still in a space where uh, we're continuing to iterate, continuing to add features, continuing to make the app as as appealing as possible. Uh, in terms of the stuff that you were speaking on, Nazem, you know, one of the things that we noticed was how important a role video has played over time. Um, and more specifically, with regards to uh, the murder of George Floyd, how important a role video played in pushing the people to do what needed to be done to push our government, both local and on a national scale, to do what needs to be done. And one of the reasons why I talk about, you know, evoking a certain emotion and not getting too specific with what that emotion is, is because there's any number of things social media can make us feel. And, you know, just as it can make us feel happy and, you know, we can laugh and we can use it to share in good times, you know, there are times when it can and needs to be leveraged to show, you know, some of the atrocities that have been happening or, you know, things that people normally wouldn't be able to see and things that unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, even though there are things that people have been saying have been happening, some people need to see in order to motivate them to do the things that are necessary to create the change so those things don't happen again. And uh, I think one of the, the most recent examples that we've seen of that as a society is with George Floyd. I mean, we've seen it, you know, historically through time with the civil rights movement, with the Vietnam War, right? Like these images, you know, from the front line that are coming into people's homes and those images motivating people to, you know, take to the streets or to play their part in moving the needle forward. And I think, you know, the hope is that Face Forward can help to do that more efficiently and more effectively and bringing people together, not only in, in good times, um, unfortunately, but in times where we need to band together and make some change. We, we hope that Face Forward is a tool that can be used in, in any and all of those instances and, and hopefully evoke an emotion and, and push that needle forward. This is history right here in the making, so call this Thomas. And we're bound to keep your mind elevated, so this is Thomas. This is pure original innovation, so call this Thomas. This is something to give you inspiration. So this here's timeless. Timeless, priceless, survive any crisis. Born to carry on, now we on just like this. It's quite crisp, the way the tune hits your stereo. These two brothers right here getting props everywhere we go. More potent than any herbal essence. Ill grooves, verbal lessons, dominant, prominent, eternal blessings. Never underestimate the weight of the force. It's actual, classical, natural resource. Plus we manage to tear down and damage Any walls they try to place around us on this planet I never slack, I never lack, cause I'm your highness And this type of thing right here, kid, is timeless This is history right here in the making So call this timeless And we're bound to keep your mind elevated So this here's timeless This is pure original innovation So call this timeless This is something to give you inspiration So this here's timeless just cop the fresh cut baldy. My peoples call me Guru, the man. Yes, the one with all the J A Z Z Y type essence, deep type lessons. The sun, moon, crescent. 
divine perspective of the life we live. A timeless collective of this music we get through the errors of our colorful struggle. Comes the strength of a people so powerful, so thorough Enough to be diamond-like despite dirty conditions Check how we put it down, respect this worthy rendition Never before have you felt such energy The flyers combo, so feel our chemistry This is history right here in the making So call this timeless And we're bound to keep your mind elevated So this here's timeless This is pure original innovation So call this timeless This is something to give you inspiration so this is timeless. Feast your eyes as I uniquely surmise. Jazzmatage represents real deep ties. Traditional, almost ritual is my lyrical. Soon your spirit will become more conscious when you hear it, yo. Give it up for our street soul. We reach y'all. We're adding on just like a sequel.